Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Dee Dee. We are the hilarious outcome of opposing brains sharing a mutual desire to share knowledge and positive thinking about hemp and cannabis. We are here to tear down the walls built by Big Pharma and other big companies that seek to keep the human race in fear and divided. We are here to shatter the myths about hemp and cannabis and change the stigma of this amazing plant. Welcome to Hemp and Happiness with the Hemp Queen and Emperor podcast. Join us as we venture into this misunderstood and the unknown. Hey, happy hempsters. So great to be back with you. Um, We are live from our 812 Hemp store in Clarksville, Indiana, and we actually opened December 14th. So we did kind of a soft opening, you know, you got to make sure all them bugs are worked out, but we are so excited to be helping uh, Indiana customers and we can't wait to show you our new space. Um, It is beautiful over here and I have to thank Matt my business partner he has worked his tail off in this store but also i definitely want to thank um hope who has been here she's done a lot of a lot of things to help us they have they have done just a beautiful job and i could not like do this on my own it truly does take a team and i feel so blessed and so honored and i don't want to get emotional but dang it, I am so happy with everybody that is part of this, and we've made this happen, and even the entire team at 502 Hemp. Y'all, I appreciate you. Hopefully you listen and you hear this, and of course I post it on my Facebook, but man, I am so proud of everything that we've managed to accomplish. So I just had to get that out there, Matt, before we even started Well, hey, thank you. Thank you, Dee. I think that that's great, and that, yeah. that that's very, very heartfelt and sincere, and right on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and it has been an adventure, but it's it's fun. And yeah, because uh, this is your first time opening a store, yeah, right? A yeah. retail store, a retail yes. store. Yeah, yeah, not a store. I mean, I've opened a store, yeah, but not that like where people just walked in and out. More of an office <laughs> More scenario. Of an, yeah, big difference. Where people it? <laughs> walking in are wearing big difference ties or yeah. or or a construction outfit. Those, right. those are the two. Uh, yeah, you've done a lot of the construction stuff, yeah. so. Yeah. But yeah, I, and I'm just going to point this out there, y'all. It is nice to have somebody on your team that can do all the construction. Because when I want, you know, a board put here or something hung there, Matt's like, okay, where do you want it? And I'm like, yes, this is so great. Yeah. I want to My make value a- revealed. <laughs> It is. It's a screwdriver. I'm a glorified I'm like, screwdriver. I'm like, do you want to see my honey-do list at home, too? Oh, <laughs> I'm sure Katie keeps you busy with some of that stuff, too. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I've always got a project. I know. Uh, yeah. So, right on. Heck, yeah. Well, that being said, are you ready to be in? I am. I am. Okay. Well, we got an interesting one today. Um, so, the title of this podcast is uh, Big Can of Corruption. Um, and that... In- well, good deal. Corporates okay. a lot of stuff because uh, there's a lot of things going on. So what I, what I thought we'd do today is switch a little gears, uh, uh, switch some gears. We're going <clears> to <throat> kind of get out of the hemp 
and get a little more into the cannabis mm-hmm. and uh, what's going on with cannabis legalization, what's going on with licensing mm-hmm. of cannabis, what's going on with taxation of cannabis, what's going on with uh, medical versus recreational, mm-hmm. what's going on with uh, corruption within that um, and the, the individual state governments. Uh, what's going on in Kentucky and uh, the smoke and mirrors that's, in my opinion, Brashear has has flopped out. That's now turning into a, hey, get a medical card that is absolutely worthless And there's starting next year. There's no medical program, so uh, yeah. there's no cards that actually exist. Yeah. yeah. Most people yeah. don't understand that. <clears throat> so there's a lot, and we're going to touch on a little. Uh, in, the, in this particular show notes, there's going to be a ton of attachments. Because there's a it's it's a very diverse topic. There's a lot of different subjects that I want to I, I want to touch on, um, and I wanted to make sure that if you listeners are interested, you could get a little more in depth. So there's some really good articles um, in this show notes if you're interested in <clears throat> hearing a little bit more. I'd encourage you because this is just going to be like a top level five thousand foot view type thing. I'm gonna throw out a, a few statistics here and there, but that's it. Um, so, you know, kind of starting off, uh, why don't we go ahead and work inside out? Okay. Um, we started with the Bashir thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you all don't know, uh, Didi was a, played an integral role on that, on, on Bashir's team. Right. On the medical marijuana. Uh, can, I did. What was it called? The medical marijuana? Medical it was mar- medical. It was the Medical Cannabis Advisory Committee. M- medical Cannabis Advisory Committee. Yeah, because marijuana and hemp, <clears throat> all of that, it's cannabis. Yeah. You know, we just got to get used to calling it that. Marijuana is such a racist term. Racist? Mm-hmm. It is. Oh, yeah, I guess because it it's, it's uh, uh, Mexican. Yes. And they, yeah. It's Mexican Back slang. Back in the, yeah, 30s, I think, 20s, 30s. Yeah. 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 So uh, with that being said, <clears throat> if you if you don't know, and those of you who are listening who are Kentucky residents, uh, there's this b- bill that will be in effect uh, the 1st of 2023. Mm-hmm. Um legalize you're, you're allowed to legally possess marijuana in Kentucky if you have a medical card stating as such let's be up, clear up to eight ounces up to eight ounces so let, let, let's just be clear on that you cannot buy cannabis in Kentucky under this bill Period. there's no dispensaries there's there, no medical marijuana dispensaries there's no recreational dispensaries that does not exist there there is no not allowed the the closest medical state is Ohio. Mm-hmm. Does not reciprocate because we do so not you have cannot a go to Ohio program mm-hmm. because of because of their stipulations. So you're looking at going to Virginia, which is by the way one of the most expensive states to buy marijuana in uh, huh. currently, and can, well cannabis. And I'll get into that. Um, and then you're going to drive through states where it's not legal, and you're your card is not doesn't mean anything and at best it will be taken you're and confiscated when you get pulled over at worst uh you'll be charged right uh, and, with a and, with a crime and governor bashir's <clears throat> order can't help you in another state no he no. can't pardon you from another state so in my opinion what this is was a little clever political way for bashir to cover his ass Make it look like he's doing something to move forward and then create a new niche for people to rip other people off with this new medical card that's being sold in Kentucky. Because there's already people advertising, get your medical card in Kentucky. These people are ripping you off. 
they're taking your money for nothing. Right. But you know I'm going to disagree with you on Bashir. Go ahead. And we, we, I want you to. Right. And you know I'm going to because he is the first governor that has done anything to move the needle on marijuana. The first governor in this entire state. You've got four senators that are stopping passing medical marijuana. He, this was his little, and he, and you know what really gets me? He waited until after the elections to make this announcement. So I don't, I do not truly believe it was a political, political move or pool or what have you. And honestly, I don't give a shit if it was because he is the only, only governor that has done anything to move medical along. Now, do I agree with it? No. Is it the best he could do? Yeah, pretty much. Could it be? Um, Why would you say it's the best he could do? Because he only he only has executive orders. I mean, that's all of the power he has that right, he can but, use. But he could use his executive order to go ahead and approve REC. He couldn't. Why not? Not REC. Are you kidding? We can't get medical. You think REC's going to happen in this state? Are you serious? <laughs> Dude. Dude. Um, he's, again, yeah, no. I mean, I I commend him. At least he did something. Better yeah. than nothing. Yeah. And I, to me, I think it's going to force the legislation to freaking bring it for a vote. Will it, though? Will it, though? Or was it just like a, hey, you know, I'm going to piss people off if I if I don't do something, but I can't do something. If I do something big, it'll piss these people off. So how can I straddle the fence here and make sure I don't piss this group off or this group and then kind of just move things forward just a little bit, just I mean, a little itty bitty Really, Baby only, step. only he can answer that question. Right? I know. And Bashir, if you're listening, <laughs> you can come on. Let our, me know. Come on our. You can come let on our me podcast, know on our podcast because be awesome. I'm not. I mean, I, I I just to me it's like it's like saying, hey, we're 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 changing twelve to a dozen. Twelve <laughs> is a dozen now. <laughs> well, but you're you, welcome. But you know what he did do? What that executive order did do? It did do. It made that up to that eight ounces a misdemeanor. So that's helpful for people that do have yeah, for people yeah. that are buying it from another yeah. state that do bring it in. And at least they can have up to eight ounces and not be a felon. With a medical card. Not a card, a recommendation, With a medical, a medical recommendation. recommendation. That's what gets me about it. And that's why those other companies that are, you know, you will get you a medical card. Yeah, that's bullshit. Well, and here's what gets me about medical altogether is why. All of it's medical. But Recreation's why? medical. All of it. Be- right. Because, but what this medical thing is, is first of all, it creates a layer for people to collect money on these quote unquote sub- uh, prescriptions. Right. Right. Which is just another way to take people's money. Well, and, and doctors <clears throat> truly, truly legally, federally cannot write a prescription for marijuana on right. a notepad right. that is because it's not FDA approved right. and it's still schedule one. Right. So, so even the doctors that are doing it, what kind of risk are they running federally? So it's not Could even they lose their license. Right. So it's not even quote unquote medical. Right. It's, it's just a, it's just a, Oh, hey, we're it's, we're going to apply another asshole tax to this system the, yeah, to, like to take another piece. Of and it. we can get into the tax parts. <clears throat> I'm still bent that they lowered the income tax a half a percent so, only to raise yeah, all the sales so, tax on everything else. So I think, yeah. you know, if you can't if the FDA can't classify it as a medical drug, if they can't classify it as a supplement, then you can't make it medical. It's either it recreational should, or it's not. I, I agree with you. And, uh, you know, this whole medical bullshit. Come on. 
Well, Give me a break. It, it, what it really should be, and there's a couple coalitions out there that I am all for, it's responsible cannabis use. Hello, 21 and up. You yeah. should be able to do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. We shouldn't have all these rules and regulations to try and keep us safe. If that's the case, then get rid of alcohol. Quit right. promoting that. Quit right. promoting cigarettes. Right. Uh, really? Yeah. You know, they, they, they've damn near, they've damn near destroyed the vaping industry, right? You and I agree. It's not the best, safest, healthiest, blah, 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 but they've damn near destroyed that industry and they still allow alcohol that's killed people. <laughs> they still allow cigarettes that has killed people. You can find that in freaking drugstores for crying out loud, but cannabis and no one's died from it. Right. So, and that's still a federal schedule one narcotic i mean it's 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 insane right and even with biden and his whole big pardon thing you know in 94 he wrote the bill that put a hell of a lot of people in prison right well but all you can do is correct your mistakes that's true to play the devil's advocate that's true so so to pull that back one i agree with you and i think that the i, I think that i didn't even know we were talking about all this stuff today people so this is great <laughs> so I think I think where we get lost is that, you know, we, we're given the illusion that this medical thing creates a layer of protection or a layer of make sure that it's done right. That's bullshit. Yeah. All it does is create another layer of you have to pay this before you can get that. Yep. What really needs to happen is rec needs to be regulated so that it is one safe, clean. Mm hmm tested mm -hmm. and affordable mm -hmm. and available mm -hmm. um, to the right people who qualify for it, meaning you're of the right age and um, you, you, you know, whatever, I mean, there, there can be some loose criteria there, uh, age, age restrictions or, mm -hmm. um, you know, intoxication restrictions, and, and limited things some like amount that. If you need to, but you also need a limit of alcohol. Maybe you only get one six pack. They do that in, in some states. Actually, I know, the and they way, have terrible. Sunday sales. Some of them, yeah, <laughs> I know. I, but I'm just saying, you know. I'm, See, I grew. I grew up. We didn't. We weren't. We where I grew up. It wasn't even called. You weren't even allowed to call it a packet or a liquor store. Oh. Liquor store was illegal. It was okay. called a package store. A package. store. And you went there to buy. Dude, you're old. Packages. <laughs> what state did you grow up in? What, what Massachusetts? <laughs> okay. What was in these packages? was booze but that but that is mm -hmm. and and now um you know massachusetts well, is a marijuana I, legal state and they're they actually and actually in mass now uh marijuana tourism is a thing oh yeah well of course so, it is of course it's funny how how in one in, in one generation it's gone it's gone from i don't know mm -hmm. is don't well, the liquor store what Where's the, what's a liquor store? Mm -hmm. Where's that? The packy. I remember in Ohio, you had to have it in a brown paper bag. Mm. Like 12 pack has to be in a big paper bag. Yeah. You, it always had to be covered. Like now you just walk out with their 12 pack, six pack, whatever. You don't have to have it in a bag. Yeah. But in Ohio, I remember that when I was working at the convenience store yeah. a long time ago. All I right. wasn't even old enough to sell it, but yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <clears throat> so moving off the booze. Mm -hmm. um, so the next, ne next issue we're having in this uh, state of, you know, marijuana legalization. And don't get me wrong, I, I, I don't want to just this to be like a bitch session podcast where we're complaining about. Are you sure? Uh, yes, because <laughs> it's great that marijuana is being legal, uh, legalized, but it is really important now that we're seeing this shift that we get in front of this so we don't see it go the way of so many other things. 
that fall to excessive taxation, excessive regulation, excessive uh, licensing restrictions, and things where it, it it's only available for the the top one percent mm-hmm. that can afford it, which happens to be big pharma, mm-hmm. who. Uh, I'm, well, I've got some, uh, there are some things, some interesting things about big pharma I want to read, but they're sure as shit not looking out for your best interest. Oh, they're looking out for we the bottom that. line of their company because that's what they do. That, that is the, the, I do not interpret big pharma as evil or not evil. They are simply a machine created to collect as much revenue as humanly possible by any means necessary. They are the epitome of capitalism. I, I do, and, and I don't think, I don't, I don't interpret that as evil or not evil. You have to decide whether that's the company that you want to invest your, your, your money in and you want to trust your health with. I, I think they're evil. And sometimes you don't have a choice. Yeah. Well, if you want to interpret that as evil, that's fine. High vibration, low vibration, <laughs> Yeah. whatever. Some of, but, don't get me wrong. There's some good, obviously there's some good medications out there that have truly helped people. Then there's some that are not so good. And by all means, read the side effects of the medications you're taking. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But I want to real quick, Matt, before you move on, I went, I was just interviewed a few minutes ago, literally before you got here. And one of the questions they asked me is if I wanted to get into the marijuana, medical marijuana and open dis- dispensary. And I said, you know, honestly, there's a lot of things that need to change before I even want to get into that. Banking is one of them. Mm-hmm. Banking has been nothing but a pain in the ass, even for the hemp industry. And I was promised back in 2019 that all of this was going to get taken care of when Senator McConnell came out to my husband's shop and he looked right at me and he's like, we are working hard on that. Well, what this week, last week, I don't remember it got shot down again when they tried to put the safe banking act in on, I think it's an ominous, whatever that is the spending bill and, and McConnell and others bragged that they shut it down. Like what the, what what the hell, man? I mean, we've got to get safe banking for the cannabis industry in general. Right. And these are the topics that I want to bring up today because now is the time it is. before it's too late. It is. Because what, what will happen if we don't do something is it will just fall into the hands of the same people yeah. that are controlling the sheeple narrative that is, you know, our country's economic system. Right. And it'll just be another thing that's regulated that you have to buy from a company who only cares about their bottom line exactly, and not your health and not your well-being, and certainly not your wellness. Exactly. And, and not being able to write off business expenses, these cannabis companies, the marijuana side, not being able to write off their business expenses, like that stuff would be a nightmare to deal with and only deal in cash. That is scary. I mean, you're running a lot of risks, risky stuff there and that getting robbed, uh, only paying your employees in cash. I mean, how do they make that deposit into their bank account without triggering that whole $600 thing and not being audited for putting cash in their accounts? So there's a lot of things that have to get changed before I'm really, truly want to get involved. I'll always be an advocate, but opening a dispensary at this moment right now, I would say probably no. Yeah. Well, so, um, the, you know, and then the next stage of that, uh, licensing, Mm -hmm. which is state regulated Mm -hmm. and every state has, (laughs) I don't even, I mean, I will, I I don't even know where to, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, starting with, 
you know, the, the, the big, you know, was a Calexico, California debacle where it was revealed that city officials in LA were, were taking bribes mm. in exchange for licenses. Um, but they don't even need to do that anymore. Cause now, <clears throat> cause now what's, what, what a lot of these States are doing is they're making the licensing so high, mm. um, that you have to just have an excessive amount of, uh, capital. You need to be a big, nasty, uh, business, yep. which we all know, you know, when businesses get in, when, when businesses reach a certain size, they become their own entity. They do. Um, and that entity is typically predicated upon its survival of, you know, economic Darwinism, mm -hmm. which is who's raising, who's making the most profit and who's bringing that profit to the bottom line for the shareholders. Right. Um, so those are the people that, that when this licensing gets out of hand are the only ones who can get the licenses and then they get in. And then they do all kind of corrupt shit. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's a real, Kentucky real, too. real problem. Oh, yeah, because there's no corruption in oh, Kentucky. Lord heavens, no, not even in the hemp industry. Not here. <laughs> yeah. So, Don't even get me going. Sorry, that was very sarcastic. <laughs> yes, that it was. That was terrible. <laughs> um, my apologies. But uh, it, it's something that absolutely needs to be addressed because instead of it becoming a factor of, is this, is this a, the right person to have a license? Is this the right company to have a license? Mm -hmm. Is this company going to look out for the best interest of its consumers? Is this company going to look and make sure that it's maintaining quality product? Is this, is this going to look out for the benefit of the community? No, 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 no. It's just about how much money you have. Right. And that, I mean, it's hard for me not to get pissed off about that because mm -hmm. that is exactly the situation that has gotten us where we are right. with things like big pharma. Right. You and, know? and even in the hemp industry, there are many people that only give a shit about the <clears throat> bottom line and the money. Yeah. They don't care that they're selling products that could be contaminated. They don't care about all that shit. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's like that in a lot of industries. It's not just, you know, but what yeah. else you got? Well, so next, <laughs> so at, if you just happen to be able to scrape enough money together, for your license, mm -hmm. guess what comes next? The taxation. Oh, God, yeah. Also state-regulated. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> there... Okay, so these taxes run anywhere from 20 to 80%. 80%? 80, 80 the... the uh, I'll find the statute. Are you crapping but me? IRS, well, no one, I think it's oh 280E. Um has has companies uh <gasps> cannabis companies reporting up to 80 percent um taxation you cannot survive on that well no you cannot survive on that so no. um yeah Dang. it's it, uh, irs 280e tax code um uh taxes ranging between 40 and 80 percent and that's reported from the irs Oh. So that's not businesses. That's See, the IRS. That just report. made my stomach curl because I'm yeah. like, we pay enough in taxes. I could not imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So so now now do I think um, do I think cannabis should should not be taxed? No, I definitely think it should be taxed because I think people will pay that tax, and I think that I, it I, should I, be a reasonable tax. Exactly, Come it, ha on. it has to be something. Reasonable. It has to be something to where. You know, the right people are, are in place, not the most, you know, economically advantageous or 
corrupt people are in place. Mm-hmm. And, um, <coughs> excuse me, they're selling a product that, uh, that, that, that is, that is correct. And at a price point that's affordable for customers mm-hmm. because the bottom line is, um, the black market industry is still there. Sales of marijuana in California are three to one black market to dispensary. Oh, that does not right surprise me. And that is that's because it is so fucking expensive yep. to buy cannabis in I, California. No, John, nobody. No, uh, John yeah. and I have said that forever. Because of that taxation, there will always be a black market. And until you get rid of that, you're still going to have cartels. You're still going to have people coming in from outside this country to sell to sell marijuana because right. it's cheaper. Right. Right. Yeah. And you're going to have people that 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 are going to take that risk. Yep. And when you when something's illegal, it turns into crime. Yep. What crime turns into violence. Yep. And then the snowball and, continues. So well, and not even to mention the whole war on drugs and how you could literally lose your house if you had marijuana and you you know they take that from you and then your their home, your money, your cars, all that shit over whatever amount it was back in the day. Right. I mean, things have changed now, but do we really want to talk about the whole prisoner exchange with Russia and how one person is now free that violated uh, their cannabis laws? And now we have all of these people sitting in jail here in the United States. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad she got out of there. I'm glad she came home. But pardon the rest of the people that are sitting in the United States that are in fucking jail over a dime bag. Yeah. Seriously, I, 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 that I pisses me off. I agree. That is a double standard, and it needs to be corrected. Right. Well, sorry. Yes. There's mine. Well, thank you for the rant. You're welcome. But again, um, mm. and, and I believe I said this statistic in an earlier podcast, but I'll say it again. Forty um, percent uh, of uh, the cannabis cannabis industries nationwide are in the red, which means they are losing money. Mm-hmm. Uh, in California, that's 60%. And these are people that can afford the licensing and afford all the expenses. Right. And they're still, yeah. I mean, and that, that's not people breaking even. I, I, I don't know all the statistics, but I'm, I'm willing to bet that it's, it's in the single digits as to companies that are actually turning a reasonable profit mm-hmm. in most states uh, where cannabis is legal. Um, and uh, just to give you some ideas of the taxation, I had some really interesting numbers here. Okay, so uh, here's a little trivia for you. This will be right. fun. <clears throat> What's the lowest legal um, cost of cannabis per gram right now? Just guess. $10. $9.75. Cents. How do I I'm know that? pretty damn good. <laughs> We're not talking about how I know Ooh, that. Is it Michigan? Well done. Uh, that is in a few different states, but okay. that was reported... From, Michigan's um, pretty cheap. I didn't say, darn it. Uh, but anyway. Um, but see, that that also, what, not, what, not it, only the black market, but then you have the retailers that are, you know, in com- competition with each other. They're, so they're lowering their prices, lowering their prices. Well, and a lot of a, a lot of these, this pricing has to do with taxation. Yeah. They have to charge it for, for the tax because they, they charge so much for tax. Right. What's the most expensive state? Oh. Hmm. It's a medical state or a rec state? It doesn't matter. Damn. I don't know. Virgin, Virginia. Oh, Virginia. $18.60 a gram. You mentioned Virginia. No, 
I mentioned Virginia yeah. earlier. Yeah, as them being it? exorbitantly expensive. $18 and 60 cents because their tax Ouch. rates are so high. <clears throat> Pennsylvania's second, $15 and 62 cents. New Jersey's third, fourteen yeah, ninety five. New Jersey. Maryland's fourth, thirteen eighty nine, and Ohio's fifth at thirteen eighty three. I know I got a really good friend. He has his medical card in Ohio, but he drives up to Michigan to get his stuff because it's so much cheaper. Right. Yeah. Right. They were it's charging. Just, it's dumb. It's dumb. They were charging sixty dollars for a vape cart in Michigan. They got it for ten. Right. Huge difference. Huge right. difference. Right. Yeah. Okay. So here, here's the last thing that I wanted to bring up right. in this. So. Um, whether you want to call what we've discussed today corruption or not completely up to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if uh, if we've discussed this or not, but um, Pfizer has entered the cannabis uh, oh, industry. Frick. And, um, oh, gosh, well, I, I forget the name of the company that they purchased. Um, but they are they will be the next big canna. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot. Gonna, oh, yeah, you got to find I'm that. Have to we got to know what name it is. Uh, so. Why is that? That doesn't surprise me, though. I mean, you've you've got companies that are trying to get um, patents for CBD oil and CBD products. And, you know, in order to get a patent for that, you have to have other synthetic stuff put into it. Yes. And do your, you know, trials and all that stuff. But you can't patent a plant. So. Okay. Find it. Yeah. Um, So. I'm just going to read this. This this actually came from um, a, a a site that very obscure. But anyway, oh, um, it's it's in the notes. It, the, the, the title is "Is Big Weed Coming with Pfizer's Recent Purchase?" Mm. Oh, the French Toast. It's it's from the French Toast. Have you looked ever read that? Yes. Okay. Kind of like that. Um, our great overlords and global saviors, Pfizer, announced their intentions uh, to get in the medical. Uh, industry with a purchase with a $6.7 billion acquisition of Arena Pharmaceuticals. Okay? So <clears throat> they spent $6.7 billion on this. Uh, yeah. So, you know, mom pa going to compete with uh, Pfizer on that? You know, you think they're going to push their weight around make sure that they're the only competition in town? Hey, Pfizer. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I can help you find a space. Okay. So... <laughs> Uh, again, and and here here's the thing. It, so what so what, what wow. what's going to happen if we allow it to? Is big pharma will just consume the the marijuana industry? They will. Um, because and frankly, I understand the motivation. Because if you're a company that the, the economic Darwinism, um, you're losing massive amounts of of revenue as marijuana continues to be legalized. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have to jump on that bus. You're going to have no choice because otherwise you're not going to survive. Right. Um, so they're doing what they feel they need to do to survive. That can understand you can understand that. Mm-hmm. But I want to read some interesting, um, some interesting, um, fraud cases with big pharma, just so that the listeners can know these are the, these are the quote unquote overlords and, uh, and, and who, if we let them, w- we will have to buy our cannabis from. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, Pfizer and Johnson & Johnson pled guilty to uh, misbranding and, uh, with the intent to defraud and mislead and paying kickbacks to healthcare providers to um, induce them to prescribe their drugs 
um, resulting in fines of $2.3 billion in 2009. Um, Pfizer, Pfizer settled a lawsuit for manipulating studies and suppressing negative findings uh, the later, uh, I believe, later that year. Uh, Moderna has never developed an approved drug. Yet one of their board, uh, yet one of their board members was placed in charge of the operational uh, warp speed. <clears throat> this certainly is unrelated to the fact that they received the most federal vac- vaccine research and development funding, what? and have received over six billion from our government since the start of the pandemic. What? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure all this is posted like well, and and that's, you didn't just pull this shit out of your ass. No, 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 no. This right. is this is from um, this is actually from the Freedom First Network. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, and, and not only that, but uh, the I'm you know Pfizer, Pfizer, and Johnson and Johnson have a windfall of of money now, thanks to COVID, uh, from from those vaccines that were paid for by our government. So, which gives them more control. Duh. So, so where do you think they're going to spend that money now? Well, yeah, big can. Well, oh, why wouldn't, God, why wouldn't you can. pour that into big can? It's the next wow. thing. Um, People don't get it, Matt. They yeah. don't get it. Uh, Gilead mm-hmm. Sciences paid ninety. Oh, Gilead. Gilead. Really? really, Gilead? Okay, <laughs> see, I knew it was happening. Paid ninety-seven million in fines Y'all because don't know that reference uh, because it yeah. it illegally used a nonprofit foundation. As a conduit to pay uh, Medicare co-pays for its own drug. In 2005, AstraZeneca's drug, uh, Crestor, was shown to be linked to a life-threatening muscle disease, while the company withheld evidence (gasps) from this and two dozen other effects uh, from the public. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. In 2012, GlaxoSimKline paid $3 billion in fines as it failed to include certain safety data relating to their drug since it was labeled at, uh, since it was labeled as corrected to heart failure and attacks connect. Oh, since it was labeled, since labeled as connected to heart failure and attacks. I'm telling you, you got to read the freaking um, side effects for those medications, people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and these are, these are, these are also the people that are, you know, uh, paying the FDA behind the scenes. Um, we can't get into that. Yeah. You gotta be careful with, you know, what we but, know for sure uh, and what we don't know, we'll, Matt. We'll, well, here's one right here. This is all opinion people. Uh, no, no. What I'm reading is, 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 you know, referenced. So if, if, you know, please check the references if, if you don't want to take it for face value. Food and Drug Administration worked behind the scenes with the, uh, the company Biogen, to alter previously conducted trials uh, of their $56,000 per year Alzheimer's treatment mm. uh, by removing the, uh, the subset of people for whom the drug didn't work, they found a slight uh, statistical effect in favor of the drug. So basically, uh, they manipulated the statistics yeah. for people who have to pay $56,000 a year for this drug to make it look more effective than it actually was. Oh. Yep. Um, even after doing this, an administrative community, even, any, even after doing this, an advisory committee voted 10 to 0 uh, against approving the drug. The FDA approved the drug anyway. 
causing uh, three committee members to design, to resign. Wow. Yep. Yep. So anyway, and, and it goes on and on there, there's, there's, uh, we, I could literally spend an hour reading these, yeah, uh, the bottom line, the, the bottom line is, uh, you know, with that great money and that great power comes corruption. Um, yeah, that's so sad. and we really, really, really as a society, as a, as local communities and as individuals have to take it upon ourselves to not allow corruption to enter this industry any more than it already has and reverse what we've, what, what has been done. Mm-hmm. Cause we're all responsible. If you sit idly by and say, huh, what can I do? You're part of the problem. Yeah. That, yeah. You're part of the problem. Yeah. And that, and that's it. And you can stick your head in the sand all you want. Uh, but that just makes you a sheep and, Gosh. and I don't, I don't want to live that way. And I hope if you're listening to this podcast, means you're a free thinker and I hope that you don't want to live that way either. Right. So I would be very careful in the future to read any laws where marijuana legalization in any fashion comes up before, if it should it come to a vote before you vote on it. Should, but but Mar- we don't get to vote if, on it here. Well, not yet, but that may happen. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are in a state where it's legal, I'm I would press now. I would be. No, there's a silver lining here because it's not too late. Mm-hmm. It is far from too late. And the big thing here is that, you know, there's not been federal movement yet. True. And I am not a big person on saying, oh, big brother federal needs to, to get in here. But if the right people are smart enough in the government to look out for the best interests of the people. <laughs> That's Don't funny. be sarcastic. No, no, that's funny. Come on. Have they ever done that? Yes. There's only a few. Yes, they have. A yes. few. This, this, this country was founded on people a few with those now. interests in mind. Unfortunately. And you can sit there. And that's another thing, though. You can't just sit. You can't sit there and say, oh, well, nobody, you know, nobody cares. Everybody's corrupt. I'm not saying that. But no. there's only so many that care. And the rest of them are bought and paid for by big pharma. Right. But we, but we have to change that. We have to. And we it follow is the changing. money source. When you're out there trying to vote for someone, follow their money this source. This information is coming out. Yeah. People are realizing. Yes. I mean, there it's it's making it in it's breaking through to the mainstream because it's so bad. And it needs it can't, to. It can't. The 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 levy has no longer held. So the information is out. This information is public. What I've read to you, I did it with not much research on the internet uh, to find this information. Um, And, and that was, uh, you know, I could spend a career um, uh, uh, on this uh, stuff, but the bottom line is it's not too late. Mm. There are, there's absolutely change uh, ability to affect change. Right. We have to take it upon ourselves and not just throw our hands up in the air and not just say, Oh, the corrupt politician, um, you know, don't buy the product. I would say break the law, buy illegal shit. I mean, (laughs) seriously, I I would, you know, I mean, that's look at the Boston Tea Party. You know what I'm saying? Dump that, dump that, dump that bullshit Pfizer marijuana in the ocean. Until we get past the political parties and the two sides and we all realize that we need to look our best interest and not necessarily those two political parties best interest. Yeah. 
that's when things will really start to change. Yeah. When we, the people stand up against the corruption and for the, for all of it. And we start voting for people that actually have our best interests in heart. That's when the true changes are going to start happening. Yeah. And if we can keep politics out of and get it out of the FDA and get it out of the big pharmas and the big companies and break up the monopoly. I mean, there's so many things that we can do to, to change all of this and actually become that one great nation again. But when you've got all these companies running things and, and footing the bill and paying people off and buying things, it, it, that is what is destroying us as a nation. And you're, you've got those two, both sides fighting and arguing over stupid shit. Well, but that that's an old play. I know. That's an old play. I know. Is is it aggravates uh, the piss out yeah. of me. And and I you know, obviously <sighs> I, I don't want to get into too deep into I politics, know. but it's it's super easy. And that that's how you control the the populace. It is. It's it's just like a team. You mm-hmm. pick a team mm-hmm. and that's your team and, and, no matter every, what, and everything team. that team does is right. Everything <laughs> the other team does is wrong. And, you know, that, that way you can, you can at least divide the populace in half. Then you go in there and then you create other rifts to continue to divide, divide, divide. And then, and then the next thing you know, you know, you're, you're part of some small group. But I think Matt, we can all agree. Cannabis is the answer. I, you know, I, it's, it's, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I think cannabis is the start because here is something we can all agree on cannabis here. Well, but here is something that. Is proved to well, I, I don't. Know, well, yeah, I'm going to say it was proved to um, have potential cortical stimulation benefits to get you thinking, to yeah. get your brain thinking in a different way than it does every day. So my hope is enough people will will use this product Is that, that maybe it will wake to them make it up. Illegal forever. It's, <gasps> It, because but it, maybe it helps you think. Oh I don't want to. I, I don't. This is just a sarcastic Eureka. maelstrom, and I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to do that. Eureka! Um, <laughs> yeah, free thinking Dude, and yeah. support the individuals that support your interest. Mm-hmm. Don't support the individual that's on your team. Right. Um, the person on your team is the person that's looking out for your health and wellness. Um. And if we you are. think if you think that that's if you think that that's a money oriented individual, you're you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't come out and never tell anyone they're wrong, but you're wrong mm-hmm. because that's not it. What that's an, not where what it's an at. Interesting podcast, y'all. I didn't know this is where we we're going today, so it, yeah. it's definitely. I, I like what you found as far as the research goes because, you know, it's hard. They want to just keep people like us shut up about it. They don't want this information getting out there and not enough people do their own free thinking to even look or even do the research, but it's there. It's there. If you take the time, just, you can do, I mean, ah, ah, let's stop the madness. Yeah. 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 Well, keep the corruption out of, um, cannabis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, we've got, we've got an opportunity for, Stop change. the stop the good old we, boys we network. An op- we have an opportunity for change. We do, and and I I think that this is a great example of mm-hmm. of where we you know as a people can start making changes and start deciding what we want. Exactly. I mean, <clears throat> you know, Johnny Appleseed. I agree. You, you throw a seed in the ground, it's gonna it's gonna grow. I agree. Um, you know, you throw five pounds of seeds in ditches all along the freeways of America. They're going to grow. (laughs) (laughs) 
don't really do that. But right. uh, I'm On just, that note. you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, so, yes, thank you for all that information. I think that people need to hear this. And, you know, thank you, listeners. We really appreciate you. Please like, follow, share, and uh, tell your friends about Hemp and Happiness um, and all the fun that we have. So maybe they'll learn something, too, and then they can give you credit. but peace out and hey if you don't hear us um have a wonderful holiday season stay safe try and stay healthy get your vitamins in and uh, don't forget to stock up so you can deal with all of your favorite relatives Mm -hmm. so we're open 812 hemp's open 502 hemp's open so come see us and of course we have websites as well (laughs) (laughs) all right bye Thanks for joining us for another episode of Hemp and Happiness with the Hemp Queen and Emperor. Keep your mind ever open and expanding. Like, subscribe, review, follow us, all the good stuff. And keep keep it it hempy out there. there.